0: welcome back to the profit your knowledge podcast today's guest is ben herbert and ben is the owner of become the unstoppable which is a coaching program uh helping business owners to live with more energy build a better body so they can create more impact and freedom in their business and i'm really excited about this conversation uh he's coming in from the uk how are you doing today man
1: james i'm uh, i'm very good thank you buddy i'm uh, excited to get chatting with you on here and uh help many other entrepreneurs and business owners explore the avenues of what they want to take on. Yeah, man.
0: Love it. So let's get into your story a little bit. What made you decide to one, become an entrepreneur and to start teaching the things that you knew on the internet and turn that into a business and specifically get into like the niche that you're in now?
1: So behind the story of it was family have always been in business. My my dad, my mom, you can go all the way through like the family tree, right? And uh they've always been in business. Uh, ever since I was a young age, I've always been into sport from, very much from my dad's side. Uh, but uh just over the years of growing up as a child to a teenager to then the age I am today, uh, just seeing my parents go through what they were going through in terms of running their businesses, they have both have very successful businesses, but they were sacrificing a lot of their health for it. Uh, a lot of energy was being mismanaged uh let's just say they're they're most probably not in the best uh physical uh health they could be and throughout the throughout the years um you could tell that it took a toll on them mentally as well like it's challenging running your own business very stressful there's high demand as you know uh, and very much just growing up i've always seen that uh, and then just fell into a love of when i first opened my business was a personal trainer on the gym floor to then being fully booked from 5 a.m till 10 p.m every single day for four or five years to then guess what i was replicating what my parents were doing i was getting myself out of shape even though i was meant to be the personal trainer i was then low on energy and all i was trying to do was just serve more clients more clients more clients and not actually understand what success of a business really is And for me, successful business is me having the energy, me having the body, me having the mental capacity. So therefore I can then go and create the impact I want uh, with my clients, which therefore I had to learn the hard way because all I'd ever known was growing up was just work harder, work harder, work harder, when really that isn't the answer because you're just going to sacrifice yourself so much. And you are the engine. You are the creator of your business. So if you are off, your business will be off as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Isn't that just the... uh... (laughs) it's like we get into business cause we're like, I want to have more freedom, especially nowadays. Like that's the big dream is to do what you want <laughs> when you want with who you want. Like that's what people really want, you know? And, um, then we start working, we start working with clients and then next thing you know, it's just, we're so busy all the time. And yeah, it becomes this whole thing of like, this isn't what I signed up for, but especially when you start making money and then you're like, Oh, but I like gotta make money, you know, and I know this stuff works. So there's so much to unpack there. What did you personally start to do in your own life to like, when you realize that I'm becoming my parents, you know, in this way, which I don't want to, uh, what changes did you make to come back to being, you know, in a healthier lifestyle and running your business.
1: First of all, it was almost like the warning sign of, am I actually really enjoying what I'm doing? Am I really getting fulfillment from it? How can I I've always got the mind of I'm someone that just wants to grow and grow and grow as a person, as a business owner, as a coach, right? And it's very much got to the point of where I was like, can I grow? Can I actually take on any more? Is this a me problem? Is this a business problem? And I just sat down one day. I was like, look to the hard facts. Well, I'm not happy with my, how my energy is. I'm not happy with how I feel with feel my clothes. I'm not actually happy how my overall standards are now compared to before I started a business. You could blame that as a business problem. But reality is when you can take as much ownership as possible on your shoulders, it always starts from you. You get yourself out of shape. You're the one that creates poor energy. But you're also the one that can create a better body, more energy. More impact in your business, whatever you do, and something I just sat down to, to myself was like, can you actually see yourself doing this for uh, a lifetime? And the answer was a yes and no. the The no about it was I don't want to be on the gym floor anymore because I know I can have a far greater impact if I transition to online. But in order for me to be able to now go and coach that, I now need to go through a transition myself to develop it even more, improve myself before I can before I can then go and coach this. And here we are today in a very good spot in terms of energy, in terms of very good spot in terms of physique, performance uh, and managing myself. And this is what I do on a daily basis.
0: Yeah, that's rad, man. Yeah, it's tricky because like you want to help more people, but in order to help more people, it's like the, it's a, the whole airplane thing. When the mass comes down, the oxygen, you got to put it on yourself first and then you can help other people. And it's really easy to get lost in that in entrepreneurship. I had my fair share of late nights, rise and grind, just get straight to work, you know, and just like work until I couldn't do it anymore. And I had coaches who told me to do that. And then at one point I was just like, this sucks. (laughs) I'm not happy. And I'm, and I'm like putting on weight, you know, and I feel stressed out. I'm not getting sleep. And it was just too much. And I just didn't feel like as free, I guess, personally, because I wasn't spending as much time with friends or family and the people I cared about. And like, even pursuing hobbies. Like I play drums and I think it's so good to make time for a creative outlet and like, I'm in a band and thank God for those guys. Cause I probably would have like, if I, if I wasn't in the band, they wouldn't have kept me playing throughout my whole entrepreneurship journey. And we still play to, to this day. You know, we have a show on Sunday in San Francisco, which is cool. Um, but that's just like something that I get to do creatively. And it helps me when I get back to the office and inside the business.
1: I, th- I, th- I think as well as like there will there will be periods of time where you do have to just slog those hours out. But there's also a period of time of actually sitting there and before most people be even slogging those hours out. Actually understand like and this is what we do with our clients uh, before they really step into, again, transform their entire life. Is that. What do you actually value in life? What does your actual vision of you and your business and your overall life look like? What do you want it to be? Get them to actually understand their rich life internally and externally like what does that really look like and get them to actually understand their values in life what they truly value okay you're obviously going to value business you're a business owner amazing but it's like what else do you really value in outside of business and again to grow that business or to keep the business where it is like what are you willing to sacrifice and what you're not willing to sacrifice and i've heard a lot of people always say of like oh you have to sacrifice everything to have the business you want but I generally disagree because if you haven't got fulfillment in other areas like you, right? Playing the drums, having the band, uh, spending time with your friends and family, right? If you didn't do that, you wouldn't be any use in your business because you'd just be, be drained all the time. It'd be like a robot. <laughs> but, yeah. And it's like, how can you actually, in, like, the reason why you built your business is one, you want to have fun doing it, right? And yes, you want it to be successful, but it's meant to be fun. It's meant to be enjoyable.
0: Yeah. Well, I think okay, it comes be- down to the way that you grow your business too, um, cause there's so many different business models and I've hired plenty of coaches and I hired coaches who were like, Oh, so you're going to do a hundred DMS per day. I did that and it, I was just <laughs> like, okay, I'll just do what you say. You know, and this is way earlier on and I was just grinding every day, meeting my quota and, um, it wasn't even paying off and it sucked and it was just, people would message me being likes, never, ever message me again. It's like that person could have been a quality lead that I could have nurtured. Uh, and it was just frustrating to see that. And my account, my Facebook account was getting shut down and messaged my coach. And they're like, oh man, if that, if that happens, like no worries, it'll come back on, you know, in a, another day or so, just go over to Instagram and do it. And if it happens there, go over to LinkedIn. And I'm just like, this is such bull dude. <laughs> like what? So then I got into, you know, learning more about how to use YouTube and podcasting and, other things, just being a better coach too, to get referrals from people and all this other stuff. There's so many other things you can do to make it. So you don't have to be grinding all the time. Cause I wouldn't even want to hire someone to like replace that. Even if I was successful with cold DMing, they're like, yeah, you can get, you know, a, uh, a virtual assistant, have them doing it. It's like, I don't even want them to do it. Cause it's just like, it sucks. It's not fun. So. Yeah,
1: the... absolutely and you could like send those 100 dms right and they could be completely cold you don't even know the person they don't even know you so like there's going to be no connection there and like as you know like in order to build a, a successful business in order to have the business you want like you're going to need good relationships
0: yeah it's the name of the game well this, this type of business too.
1: Sending out cold dms go and build connection just go and create conversation not 100 maybe 10 but of 10 like quality messages actual caring messages about the person
0: Right, yeah. Instead no, it's,
1: of, hey, buy my shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's just like, it's it's like the, uh, what I've kind of learned and what's become my mantra is connect, inspire, invite. And like you connect with people in the event or whatever, they find your content, now you're connected, you inspire them with the what you're talking about they get pumped up they're like this is super cool they're asking you questions and then you invite them to take the next step but those people the cold dmers who i used to be was connect skip inspire and just go straight to invite it's just like hey here's my thing and it's like no like there's no inspiration or you know connection of any kind really it's just pumping an offer in front of them but i'd love to hear from you so you said that you were coaching people one-on-one uh or just in your gym you know from like 5 a.m to 10 p.m busy busy hours didn't you have time to exercise or anything and then moving over talking about like how you run your business how that plays a big role in your own life and stress levels you moved over to online what was it like going to online like full online from being in person uh was it as dramatic of a change as you thought it was or was it easier was it better worse what do you think
1: um I'd say both because I had a good client base. I actually had an online business as well, but it just wasn't full time. Uh, And I had a good client base on there as well. So it was quite a nice transition in that sense. But when you're looking to me personally, when you're looking to work online, you obviously want to niche down quite nicely. So you are working with, shall we say, your people. So you feel connected. You've got a great community. You, You know, you are speaking to the person that you truly want to be speaking to for a given reason, whatever reason that may be. Uh, like my story i work with business owners i've been around business all my life i understand how they feel i am one myself so we're gonna go through the uh trials and tribulations right um so like there will become a time that you will want to go and change niche slightly. find your people shall we say Uh, and sometimes that can be challenging because it's unsettling because you may get uh old clients may be leaving, but yet you're not bringing the new clients in that you now want to be work with. So sometimes it can be really, uh, it can be a bit of a knock me personally. When I made that transition, uh, there was a knock on effect, shall we say? And I was a bit like, I'm not actually enjoying just talking to absolutely everyone and coaching everyone. Cause I'm not actually coaching what I want to coach. And I know what I can produce and, and help someone with. Uh, so it took some time uh, to do it. So I'd say, it wasn't as dramatic as people think, but also at the same time, when you're going to change nice or, or you're going to just improve things slightly, whatever that may be, there's going to be challenge. There is going to be kickback. And, but that's what we've stepped in for business before, right? You've, you stepped in to go alone. Like you are, you are guaranteed a punch in the face every now and again from, from just trying to push hard. And that's okay. It's absolutely fine. You are going to feel that way but it's going to be a a lot of fun in the, in the longer run. Um, but I wouldn't say it's, it was, it was a hard move, especially when you know, you're confident to do it. You know, you can create the impact you want. You know, you can help those types of people. It's just go and do it.
0: Yeah. That's the the most simple advice that people seem to struggle with. Just do it. The work will teach you how to do it
1: and i understand how uh challenging it can be because it's like okay like if you're trying to transition your business into a certain way or you're trying to uh go in a different business direction i understand it because it's like oh like it's your livelihood right you don't want it to fail there could be like that that fear of failure or there could be of oh what will the world think of me if this doesn't come off i completely understand that but it's like you got to look at the other It's like if you don't do it how does it actually leave you feeling
0: yeah absolutely man so when you have <clears throat> built your business being more online now, cause people here would love to, you know, do something similar to you or to me. Um, how did you go about, I guess you had a client base, but what's kind of like become your marketing strategy for putting yourself out there online because it is helpful when you have that local business kind of space because then you're like hey I'm moving online I'm doing this stuff online like creating content and whatnot and you kind of bring that group with you um, but has there been a certain strategy that's definitely helped you in terms of getting like you know your first set of clients or consistent clients when it came to being online
1: yeah 100 percent. so when I wanted to really uh, go down the business owner only route and just have business owners only it was very much uh where are they sat where do i need access to and that was the only question i was asking myself not let's send 100 200 dms a day right none of that it was like let's actually work smart here like where are they actually really sat high chance you're gonna have to go networking high chance you've mostly got them on your social media already that you don't even know about something i'd highly recommend is like be vulnerable in terms of your social media posts talk about your own story your own journey because it, if you are trying to work with a certain type of person you've gone through that similar experience we've had that experience there's a high chance that your story is going to either really land with them or there's going to be similar similarities uh, so therefore it's going to be connecting nicely so therefore you've already got uh, a connection built there so therefore the relationship's just going to be even stronger when you do go and meet these people go and speak to this person
0: yeah Absolutely. <clears throat> have you um Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's just interesting how people like had, wait, so have you done the like a Facebook group kind of thing? Is that what you've tried at all? In terms of
1: my Like own- just like
0: getting clients because I know people have like these different business models that they uh, follow i get what what, yeah what did you try that didn't work i'm kind of curious about that
1: when i when i first started out it was very much like oh let's run a five-day challenge and it was just like at the time i I look back now because it's like okay like this was many many moons ago and i was looking back i was like what were you even doing there like who was you even trying to help you know i didn't you didn't i didn't actually have a real clue i was just trying to like Excuse my French, but almost just like throw shit at a wall and seeing if it's stuck. don't noodles. And, like, <laughs> and I was a bit like, "What are you doing?" I've done, uh, I again, like you, like you spoke about uh, a Facebook group for just leads. Put them in there and deliver content to them all the time. Okay, absolutely amazing. Depending the, with the site, certain clientele that you might be working with, some may be highly engaged. Some may might not be for like mums, for example, they're gonna be highly engaged on there. A business owner, they're not guess what? Because they're running their business. They're trying to stay away from that sort of stuff and, you know, bring money in, bring new business in. But it, maybe if there's a mum, they've maybe got a little bit more time on their hands. They may sit on Facebook a little bit. So yeah. it's understanding your I don't I'd really get to know the niche of who you're trying to work with before making that making that play. Yeah, because if you go and try and do something and it doesn't come off it again, it's it can it can be very frustrating. It can be it can knock your confidence. So really understand your niche uh, really well is going to be your, your main driver, because when you can actually understand the person, you are going to know where they're at, you're going to know where they what you need to deliver, how you need to essentially speak to them and communicate with them.
0: Yeah. And where they're hanging out, because I think yeah. I think one of the easiest ways to get clients especially when like, I mean, if you're getting started, you just want to like get an influx of clients is to go to a paid event where they congregate otherwise known as a watering hole, whatever you want to do. And if it's like, if it's in person, even better, even though it's like an online space and all that kind of stuff, but like creating content, all this stuff is great starting conversations. But like, if you can go to an event where those people are at, like, creators the uh, youtube just had a huge event i couldn't make it out but next year i definitely want to go to it and it was like this huge like vidcon or something like that but it's like that's a great place for me to go to it's like if moms are your your jam that you could have a facebook group but if there's a group you know where that type of demographic is hanging out and they're paying to go to an event great place to connect with your audience ben as you've gained more experience in entrepreneurship and coming from like a business owner background with your family and everything, uh, watching these business owners and you know doing it yourself, what do you feel has become more important to you and why?
1: What has become more important to me? In terms of business sense or in terms of a clientele sense?
0: Just in general, I guess when it comes to like the entrepreneurship journey.
1: What has become more important to me? first of all manage my manage my own energy I will never neglect sleep I'm someone that loves sleep uh, that is and most most people thinking maybe listen to this I'm like why are you actually talking about sleep or energy but it's like if you haven't if you're not getting your sleep and you're not managing yourself well enough and you can prioritize yourself really really hard you're then going to be able to give more to your business so before I even look at what's become most important in terms of entrepreneur entrepreneurship is like What actually gives me energy before I actually step foot into that role, shall we say, of being a business owner and entrepreneur is like what actually likes to fire in you. For me, it's spending time with my partner. It's seeing my nephew. It's seeing my family. It's making sure I'm fueling myself well. It's making sure I'm sleeping well because when I've I've got those spots in place and I know I'm doing that well, the rest I'm better in business.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think... I think a great thing, well, I know a great thing that's really helped me with what you're saying is like, I talked about drumming or you talked about spend time with your nephew, your partner It's just making the time for it. I love time blocking because I just use big time blocks and it's just breaking my day up into sections basically. So from nine to two, nine AM to 2 PM, those are my work hours and it's five hours where I'm focused on work you know, I'm just at the house. That's what I do. But then after that, we go into family and friends. And when I'm in family and friends, I want to be in family and friends. So be present Mm -hmm. with my family and friends. And I have tendencies because I'm an entrepreneur to want to, go dabble and work on something. Sometimes I'll read articles, you know, or whatever, but it's like, chill. It's nothing, I'm not doing real work or anything. I'm not doing, you know, client calls or anything. If someone messaged me on Voxer sends me an email, it's like, I can deal with that tomorrow when I'm in my work hours. And I think having these clear boundaries is that's, what's really mm-hmm. helped me personally, because if you don't have the boundaries, everything is just a big mess. And it's like, you're not, you don't have the representation of I'm in work hours or I'm in family and friends
1: what 100 and if you haven't got any boundaries in place you're just gonna be pulled from pillar to post which is going to cause a disconnect in your own self it will cause a disconnect in relationships and i'm sure everyone listening to this and yourself like you actually do value relationships there is like someone in your life that you do highly value so if you're dipping into your phone doing a bit of work whilst trying to spend a time with a certain person or just relaxing high chances the quality of time with that person is going to be low. And also the quality of your work, the quality of your own, your own ability to do that will drop as well. So therefore it's like what you're actually doing, you're not doing anything pretty which much, is, <laughs> which is even worse because you know, deep down, you're not actually doing anything, which will be killing both ends of the spectrum of the connection and what you're trying to do in business. Right. And like you just said, there is 100% is like something that I, I, talk about a lot to my clients is almost uh very much about personal management and it will come to it will, it will come to your week is like what does success actually look like to you this week in and out of business it could yeah. be x amount of time with the family it could be x amount of time in the gym it could be x amount of time just sat in the cinema on my own whatever it may be that's success and now what's business success and now does your diary actually reflect that
0: yeah i think there's a you know, with this, there's the misconception when you, especially when you get into entrepreneurship that you have to grind. I mean, well, it's not necessarily misconception. I guess it can work either way. Um, I like to think about entrepreneurship and growing your business as a long game, but people will attack it. Like it's a short game and there's, you know, benefits to all of that, where it's like, you do have to like put in work upfront in the beginning. But I think that when you have a good strategy, you can set up a solid lifestyle and routine in your life that keeps you balanced and keeps you in it for the long run and just being more efficient with what you're doing each day. Because like, you don't have to be working 80 hours a week right when you get started. I mean, a mentor of mine, he's never worked more than 30 hours a week in his business. And they're like, oh, well, when you first started, you were you were grinding, I'm sure. And he's like, no, I just did 30 hours. And now he has, you know, two multi-million dollar businesses, but it's like the same with me. It's like, I'll work 20, maybe 30 hours tops. And it's like, I just don't stop, but it, it forces you when you condense your work hours too to be more strategic with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis, like the hundred DMS. It's like, I could spend my entire, I can fill my whole day, just spending one to 200 DMS every day that may or may not work. And it's just like grinding, shooting from the hip or I can be more strategic about what I'm doing and like make YouTube videos and have that point over to these other things where people can book calls or whatever and it's just being more strategic with what you're doing and I think these are important things that people should think about 100%
1: and something I I uh, I recommend when it comes to having a strategy in terms of your week is theming your days actually have a theme day what, like theme Monday theme Tuesday theme Wednesday Thursday Friday if you work on a Saturday, you work on a Saturday, cool, right? It's like, what? what is a Monday? What is a Tuesday? What is a wen- Wednesday? Because when you can do that, one, you're going to be more productive, like you said. You're not going to have to work round the clock because you're going to get absolutely every, every loop closed. Uh In terms of your own energy, you're going to be managing better because you know exactly that day consists of that and that is it only. So therefore, you can then go into Tuesday and be like, cool, perfect. Before you even stepped into Tuesday, off the back of Monday evening, you're like, cool, perfect. I know Tuesday consists of this. and so naturally uh your emotional and mental ability to go into that day is already set ready to go so therefore you know what's coming up you're almost preempting things to happen so therefore you're not being reactive you're now proactive it's Mm -hmm. like for me mondays are all about marketing i won't do anything else but marketing
0: yeah fridays for me is content that's what i do and i blocked out my schedule. They can see people can book like a call in the beginning of the day. It's not a big deal. It's where I have it kind of set. Cause I know it's just more convenient for people I've noticed when they're trying to book calls. Uh, so I just leave one spot open in the beginning, but then the rest of the day, it's like no calls. I'm just doing my content. And I set up, you know, all my evergreen content for the whole week. Cause I could take planning and that sort of stuff. And then I'm done, you know, but, um, no theme days are huge and uh, yeah. Well, the other thing too, is that Cause I used to just like jump around with different tasks and I did productivity and performance coaching when I first, or before I started teaching like online business, that's where I learned about digital products, et cetera. And, um, when I'm doing a task and then switch to another one, my brain is focused on this task. So if it's like creating content, for example, there's a lot of components that go into it, you know, make like thumbnails for YouTube or come up with a video idea. Usually I kind of plan that stuff throughout the week so I can just get a head start on it. Um, But I'm in the mindset of like, I want to create content. You're in the mindset of I'm going to do marketing, you know, or product creation. If I want to build a big workshop or something like that, like I'm going to commit a day to it, to where like, that's the thing I do. I may take a couple calls or something, but like, that's the big thing that I'm working on. And the more we can be one track on something, the more efficient we're going to be.
1: Well, 100%, for example, today, before this before this call, I had a few tasks done, uh, to be done, and a couple. I had a, I had a few calls early on this morning, and then I had two in-person meetings uh, that I had to drive like thirty minutes and forty minutes too, and they overran. And now I'm cu- driving back, thinking, "Oh my god, I haven't got those tasks done." But the funny thing was, and I actually mentioned it to a friend just before this, before this uh, podcast was like, I actually said to him, "As, like, oh, do you know what? I might actually think I'm going to get those tasks done," which for me is really annoying because it was a theme day for that thing. In terms of uh if tuesday's very much like client heavy um and they got done and i was like do you know what you can actually get it done in a short period of time why are you trying to give yourself so long they got done mm-hmm. to the standard i wanted to get done and i actually had like 15 minutes spare at the end of it and it's like another revelation of like <laughs> how hard are you really working in that time slot that you give
0: yeah well yeah that's the thing it's it's hard to like really think about, is this really a necessary task? And that's where doing like an 80-20 analysis where you literally write down everything you do related to a task and like ruthlessly eliminate is always the first thing to do. And like ruthless is the key word. Cause it can be kind of hard of like, Oh, I think I should do this. But it's like, but does it really relate? And is <laughs> it really going to help you get to the end game, you know? And that's how you can cut meetings from being an hour to 15 minutes, you know, just like the more concise you can be, the better. I think that's a skill that you develop the longer that you're in meetings, you know, or meetings are just being and doing these tasks and stuff. Cause you start to notice like what's actually worth it and what's not. So it comes with time, <clears throat> but, uh, Ben, it's been great getting to know you, man, and um, I appreciate the time and the knowledge that you've shared. Where can people learn more about you, get connected with you, and dive into your world deeper?
1: Uh, So you can find me on Facebook, which is just Ben Herbert. You can find me on Instagram, which is underscore Ben
0: Herbert. And then you can find me on LinkedIn, which is again, just Ben Herbert. Sweet. We'll put links down in the description so you can get connected with Ben. For the listener, we talked about quite a few things about, you know, just, being more efficient about different ways that you can you know, get some clients and grow your business. Uh, and hopefully you got some good takeaways from today. I think the biggest thing that, you know, I, we talked about, I think is just this, this balanced approach of filling in your day with the things that you do care about and kind of why you got into business. It's not, it, I doubt most people get into business just because they want to like build a business. There's some people like that, you know, there's like, like Alex Ramosi, he just loves building businesses. Um, but most of us are like we want to have more freedom we want to have time to do the things that we enjoy and i just hope that you can understand that you don't have to grind your way to build a business so that eventually you can have that time you can start having time to do things like if it's band practice or if it's hanging out with your with your nephew or whatever it is that you want to do uh, you can fit that time in now while you go your business just be more efficient with your business because like personally I don't think that if you, if you're trying to build like a six figure business, I think if you can't do it in 20 hours per week, you're doing it wrong. Because if you build this six figure multi six figure business and you're doing it in 80 hours a week, then like, that's how you know how to do it. But if you can figure out how to do it in 20 or 30 hours a week, it's like, okay, I know how to do this in this amount of time, you know, because you're just being better, more efficient with your time. So uh, take what you learned here, get out there, make something happen, be more strategic with your time and we'll see you in the next one.